Hello, how's it going? It is the last Friday in February and our mindset episode. On my podcast, I do a pregnancy episode every Tuesday and a mindset and motherhood episode every Friday. And today you are tuned in to the mindset episode and this February we have focused on mindset in our marriage. Motherhood and marriage. And this is the last week of this little monthly series that I decided to do, and I'm excited for you to join me. Before we get started, though, I need your help with something. I have 16 reviews on iTunes, but I would like to get 100 this year. I'm going to need your help. If you haven't given me a rating and review on iTunes, would you please do that? And if you don't have an iPhone, find someone that does and say, I really would like to give Jocelyn a review on iTunes. That would really help me out. And that helps this podcast to be found by other pregnant women who desire to find more positivity during pregnancy and motherhood. So thank you for doing that. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought and action. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. Today we're gonna talk a little bit about our brain. I call it our brain, but it's in reality like the subconscious part that is kind of on autopilot, which is mothers who desire to overcome that subconscious brain for many reasons. So some reasons we might want to overcome that subconscious brain are to lose weight, to reach our goals, to strengthen our marriage, to do better at things than our subconscious just has on autopilot for us. So to overcome the subconscious, or I will refer refer to it as the brain, to overcome the brain, it helps to have a little bit of history or to know some reasons why our brains might tend to think so negatively. And this also goes in context with what I'm teaching you today about marriage and about one key thing that will really help save your marriage and is a key tool to have the right mindset for your desire of your marriage to last. So our brains, our primitive brains back in our ancestry, they had to fight to stay alive. They didn't live in times like ours. It wasn't easy to just open the fridge and throw your food in the microwave and have it within a matter of minutes. Finding food was hard, and it was a matter of survival. If you didn't find food, and you didn't keep yourself alive, then you and your posterity were going to die. (laughs) Your line wouldn't exist. But as humans, we desired to exist. We desired to have children, to keep our posterity alive, to keep ourselves alive, and to grow and learn and flourish. But it was hard. The primitive brain back down the line of our ancestors had to constantly think about all the negative things that could get in the way of them getting food, of them 
overcoming these hard things. They had to really focus on the dangers, the dangers of other animals, of predators, of other men, and things that would stop them from living. So I heard that on another podcast once, and it really resonated with me about a possible reason why our brains tend to dwell on the negative things or tend to go towards negative thoughts or negative characteristics about others so easily is because we were kind of trained to do that. Thinking those negative, I don't know if they were really negative thoughts, but they were thinking about all the dangers actually kept civilizations alive and progressing and growing. So it was really important that they were aware of that. But now we kind of live in a different era. We don't generally have to be afraid of where our food is coming from. We know that if we really need to, we can just hop in the car and go to the grocery store. We can have food almost instantaneously if we want to just drive through a drive-thru. We can get food and, and the energy needed easily to keep us alive and to keep us going. But our brains still tend to think negatively. They still tend to dwell on the negative aspects of our lives and of our relationships. If you've ever stopped to analyze your thoughts for a minute, you have probably found this to be true. You have found that it sometimes can be a lot easier to come up with all the negative things or the things we don't like about someone versus the positive things. Sometimes in ways it can seem harder to find the positive things. And unfortunately, that can especially be the case with those who are closest to us, like our husbands and our children's. The negative things or things they don't do, things they forget to do, come to our mind all too easily. Your family is traveling home from a little bit of a vacation, and you just kind of have it planned in your mind to just go straight home. But randomly, your husband suggests, what if we take a different way home, a longer way home? Your brain instantly goes to the fact that, well, first of all, that would be a longer way home. I'm not in the mood to explore. We have a baby in the car that will probably just be long, hard, and terrible. And you go to all of these reasons why you should not take the longer way. And your mind goes on and on. What about food? What about stopping for fuel? What if there's snow on the pass? What if we get stuck somewhere? And your brain is really convincing at coming up for all the reasons why you should not take a detour that actually might be a fun adventure home. Because everything that is coming to your mind is stressful. Your brain is really good at flooding you with all the negative things that could happen and to be aware of. And you maybe even get a little upset and uptight and you say, no, I don't want to do that. I would rather just go straight home. Another example is maybe you were cleaning up the kitchen and you notice your husband was just in the front room sitting on his cell phone. And you start to get a little bit boiled up inside and a little annoyed. Like, why can't you play with the kids or help me in the kitchen? And it goes to all these reasons why you're annoyed that he is not helping you. You have all these negative reasons why he should get off of his phone, why you're so picked on, why it's so hard to be a mom, and it just goes on and on and on. So now let's look at some other options to these stories. So to the first one, instead of thinking about everything that could go wrong and all the negative thoughts that our brains would come up with 
on initial thought, we could think of some of the positive ones. Be like, you, your thoughts could go, yeah, this could be a fun adventure. Maybe there's someone that we need to help on this route. Maybe we could find a new restaurant. Maybe the kids will love it and it will be a great family memory. Maybe this will draw us together, closer together. This might be a fun opportunity to see what's a different way of the road. See how those shifts are simple, but it changes your whole line of thinking. So with the second story, the second story about him being on his cell phone on the couch. Well, first of all, you might want to remember that you've probably asked him to stay out of the kitchen because he just messes it up. (laughs) And also to remember that he did play with the kids. He did read them a story and the kids are playing good. And all the things that he does do to help you, all the hard work he does to help out in your home, and not just going straight to why you're annoyed. Maybe he's even looking up something for you on his cell phone or has something important that he is trying to show or get pulled up to show the kids. Our brains tend to go to the negativity first through the annoying things, the hard things, the things that we shouldn't do because they've kind of been trained like that over a lot of time. So that is up to us to change those thought processes, to go from the negative to the positive. And in the case of your marriage, I would call it going to appreciation. Instead of finding everything that you loathe, that frustrates you or makes you angry about your spouse, which are probably going to be a lot and could be many, especially when you have evidences that support all of them, It might be hard at first to do this, but it's going to be so powerful. You noticed in the examples I gave you how powerful those shifts could be when you change your line of thinking. As you do that in your marriage, it will actually help your marriage grow closer together. As you find appreciation for your husband, for the things he suggests, for things that you admire about him, then it draws you closer together because you are no longer dwelling in negativity. You are finding the positive. You are finding the reasons to appreciate him and that draws you closer together. I know because I've experienced it. As I shy away and stay away from the negative thoughts, our marriage does a lot better. But when I get down on him and all the things that he's not doing right, there's a lot more resentment and disaccord. So it's these little things like shifting your thought patterns that can help strengthen your marriage. I actually thought of a real life example when I was dating my husband. He one time hid his cell phone from me and that irked me. That made me really mad. And I went to all of the reasons why I was so mad. Like he's probably texting another girl or what is it that he has to hide from me? I got really (laughs) upset by this because my brain went to all the negative. I think even that time I tried to find something positive, but it was really hard because my mind wanted to hold on to the negative because that would keep me safe and not getting hurt and would keep me from getting hurt. Anyways, to find out later, he actually had a text from the ring guy. And the ring guy was the guy who was helping him find my wedding ring. (laughs) So that's why he quickly hid his phone. But I had told a negative story. And that actually kind of drove a wedge between us that evening because I was a little flustered and 
resentful and annoyed that he did that. But finding out later, it was actually for my wedding band, <laughs> my wedding ring. So just remember stuff like that. Remember to find the appreciation, the gratitude, and tell yourself a different story. But that appreciation and gratitude for your spouse will go a long way in strengthening your marriage. Thank you for listening to these episodes, but thank you even more for applying what you learn into your life. I know it can change your life for the better if you let it because it has changed mine for the better. Changing my thought processes has significantly helped improve my marriage, my motherhood, and my pregnancies. And if you need help, I can help you in one of these areas. If you have a goal, maybe it's to lose that baby weight, maybe it is to strengthen your marriage, or maybe it is to have a more positive pregnancy, I can help you. I offer coaching, but as a mom of four who homeschools and knowing that you're a busy young mom, my coaching looks different. I do it in 10 minute segments for five weeks. That is for many reasons, because I give you small and simple steps to do. They're doable. I don't give you a whole hour session of thought tools to implement because that would be overwhelming and daunting (laughs) and seem incredibly hard. But I do it 10 minutes at a time so that you can do the, the doable, small, simple steps that will actually help you reach this goal. And then I hold you accountable. And accountability is huge. If you know you have someone to check in with, your desire to reach and do those small and simple things actually increases. (laughs) I have been coached and mentored myself and it makes a difference. It actually makes a really big difference. So if you need some accountability, if you want deeper help, I am here to help you. It can be really hard to carve out an hour of time a week for coaching. But as a mom, it's not too bad to get 10 minutes out and then to be held accountable, to have someone support you and give you the tools to reach your goals. If this interests you, message me at melioramentor.com. I am in the process of working on a calendaring system, so you can just sign up through there, which will make it a little bit easier. So my email is always in the show notes. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.